0: You're listening to Inside the Department of Defense, a podcast with some of the top stories from around the DOD. Another year is upon us, and that means another Army-Navy game. The Army-Navy series began in 1890 and has been played annually since 1930. The overall series record is pretty tight, with the Navy holding a slight seven-game edge and winning the last ten years consecutively. Could this be the year the Army breaks their current losing streak? One thing is for sure, the two teams are more evenly matched than they have been in a while. Here's some motivation to get you pumped up for the game.
1: ( Used) This year, the Army Black Knights are gonna crush the Army-Navy game with four quarters of Navy blocking POWER! That's right. Go
2: Army! Be Navy! Army has been focusing on defense and pounding that point home and getting ready for Navy this week. But I'm not sure it's going to work, because Navy always has something in
0: its back pocket. Operation Dowser. I'm not quite sure what that is, but I am sure we're going to find out. Look, Navy is creating an ocean and the land lovers are scattering. A nuclear-powered submarine as the submarine force crashes through the Army defense once again. If you're anywhere near a TV on Saturday, December 8th, around 3 o'clock PM, tune in and watch America's oldest football rivalry unfold. Best wishes to all. Since 1998, more than four million Social Security numbers from electronically filed state tax returns in South Carolina have been obtained by international hackers. The Defense Department and South Carolina state officials are working together to inform service members of the cyber intrusions and to take action to prevent your identity from being compromised. Ma'am, thanks so much South Carolina's Governor Nikki Haley was recently interviewed by the Pentagon Channel. Ma'am, could you explain just a little bit about how this breach occurred and do we know Uh, You know, how much information was leaked out there and and where it went to? Do we know who did this?
2: Well, without going into too much information, because it still is an ongoing investigation, what we do know is that there was an international hacker that came in, Um, to our system as um, he got an employee to click on something that allowed him to get his password. And from there, he was able to take that password and gather some information.
0: The good news is that going forward, taxpayers will immediately receive $1 million in fraud insurance, fraud monitoring, and fraud solutions.
2: So it is our responsibility to make sure that we reach out to them. I would advise anybody um, that is a South Carolina resident to go ahead and sign up for this fraud protection. It is free. So regardless whether you are part of the breach or not, it's a good thing to do.
0: To find out if you are one of those affected, visit www.sctax.org, click the Urgent Message box, and follow the directions. The Air Force is looking at the future of the Force in a unique way. Blue Horizons is an Air Force think tank designed to help understand the science and technology progression within the next 20 to 30 years. The goal is to theorize how scientific and technological advancements will impact military strategy and the warfighter in the future. Colonel Tom McCarthy, director for the Air Force's Center for Strategy and Technology, says that looking toward the horizon of technology can help better prepare the future of the force.
2: The reality is the mission of looking beyond the immediate, looking beyond what we have to do in order to be prepared for and to think about what we will need to do is critically important. And functions like this within the Air Force are invaluable because you never know where the payoff will be, but you are certain that change will happen. And the more time you spend thinking about and preparing for the future, the less immediate problems you'll have when the future arrives.
0: Scenarios vary depending on the topic, but Colonel McCarthy says the Blue Horizons participants explore many different situations, including how nations may fight and engage in military conflict in the future, to what the strategic environment might be like in a few decades. For more information on Blue Horizons, read the Armed with Science story on science.dodlive.mil. With the NATO and ISAF drawdown deadline at the end of 2014 looming near, the Pentagon Channel's Marine Corps Staff Sergeant Josh Hauser had the opportunity to speak with NATO Secretary General Anders Fah Rasmussen about the progress in Afghanistan among the Afghan security forces. Now, sir, as we've also, during the past months, uh, perhaps even this past year, transitioned into not necessarily providing the security and doing the patrols ourselves, but training the Afghans how to do that. You speak of the Afghan special forces. Are we also starting to see the
1: Afghans training future Afghans to take that role? Yes, indeed. Uh, And that's one of the encouraging improvements uh, we have seen uh, right now. Uh, around 90 percent of all training activities are conducted by uh, the Afghan uh, security forces themselves and furthermore we have seen um, the Afghan security forces take the lead in around 80 percent of all our security operations and and these developments are testament uh, to the increasing capability of the Afghan security forces. With their capabilities on the rise General Rasmussen discussed
0: the importance of the Afghan security forces taking the lead role in the next few years, a change to their historically supportive role.
1: As the Afghans take more responsibility and we hand over that responsibility to them, our troops can take a step, a step backwards and, and move into a more uh, supportive role. So all that uh, is actually a part uh, of uh, our plan. Um, and uh, all 50 nations uh, within the ISAF coalition uh, have um, uh, committed themselves uh, to, to stay uh, until the end of 2014, and, and that's very encouraging. For the full interview
0: with NATO Secretary-General Rasmussen, visit youtube.com slash dodvclips. Today marks the 71st anniversary of the attack on Pearl Harbor an action that pulled the United States into World War II and would lead to the first and final use of nuclear weapons. So we leave you this week with the infamous words of President Franklin D. Roosevelt, words that have echoed since December 8, 1941.
2: Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy, the United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. As Commander-in-Chief of the Army and Navy, I have directed that all measures be taken for our defense, but always will our whole nation remember the character of the onslaught against us. No matter how long it may take us to overcome this premeditated invasion, the American people in their righteous might will win through to absolute victory. I believe that I interpret the will of the Congress and of the people when I assert that we will not only defend ourselves to the uttermost, but will make it very certain that this form of treachery shall never again endanger us. hostilities exist. There is no blinking at the fact that our people, our territory, and our interests are in grave danger. With confidence in our armed forces, with the unfounding determination of our people, we will gain the inevitable triumph So help us both.
0: You've been listening to news brought to you by the Department of Defense. For links to these stories and much more, visit dodlive.mil or defense.gov.